Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Welcome to another episode of... Clear that shit out your throat. <clears throat> it wasn't really anything there. Oh, okay. But another episode of... Spears. And Steinberg. PC. Coming to you... Uh, Once again, for the second time, from my, from my uh, goddamn castle, where I run shit. And if you hear some background, background noise, uh, this is the one and only time I'm going to pull a Bill Burr. The lovely Elisa, everybody. <laughs> it's the wife making noise. Quiet over there. Uh, Smack the shit at you. That's not Burr. Burr wouldn't say that. No, of course he wouldn't. His, his wife is black. You know, you know, white boys are scared of, the, scared of that shit. We know, how to, we, know how to, we know how to talk to our ethnic women. All right. We curse them out. They curse us back out. I'm more scared of a Puerto Rican woman than a black woman. All the rumors are true. <laughs> We know what to do. We, we, you know, it ain't it ain't foreplay unless blood blood is shed. Uh, I just want to tell let everybody know the dedicated because there are people asking where's the podcast, and I want to let them know. Thank you, you dedicated fucks. Appreciate you. Uh, we were uh, we weren't on the road last week because Aries was busy shooting a film. Motherfucker, get your weight up. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> so uh, we weren't together, and uh, the only way this could work out. That we can make this work out, that Aries can make this work out, mm-hmm. was for me to drive my ass up from Phoenix to uh, L.A. And but that's not something you've you've not ever done before. No, I do it. Yeah, so I just wanted to, I wanted to do it on Monday so that I could go over to the store on Monday, the comedy store. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, but unfortunately, you're under my thumb. I'm shooting this movie. You got to come out when it's convenient for me. I got to tell you, uh, Robin. Job mm-hmm. as the dynamic duel. Yeah, that job sucked. <laughs> oh, Robin from Batman. Yeah, why you say it sucked? There's no pool. You don't get Batman was the billionaire. He put the shit together. Right. You do what Batman said to do. Yes, Robin. <laughs> you know what it is. Nah, man. I'm I'm working on this little independent joint. Uh, this movie called Chase, uh, where I play the the number one nemesis. Uh, to the hero, so it's a pretty chunky, it's a pretty chunky pivotal role. But you know, it's an independent movie. I'm glad we're doing this at my wooden table. Knock on wood. We'll we'll see what happens. You know, you, you never know with this shit. But it's it's got me my hours crazy because I had to work yesterday from three till two a.m. And by the time I got done and drove the hour home and ate and went to sleep, got some Puerto Rican pussy. It was like four in the morning. So, and now I had to be up to do this. Then I got to fucking go to an audition. And then I got to go back to the same set, same hour drive through traffic uh, and pull another two o'clock in the morning. So then I got to get up the next day after that and pack and fly out to fucking Rancho Cordova. I know you already, you're this Rancho Cordova on the last episode. Yeah. And we're, we're going there. Yeah, but I'm, you know I'm mad at you because you out. You're not doing Sunday. Yep, I, I had, it's my son's birthday. Fuck. And you I gonna leave me in that fucking dude. You booked barn. it. Barn. You booked it. It's money, baby. 
Yeah, it's my and you took a week off and then you booked this. So. No, but I didn't. I didn't take the week off because I wanted to. I just had to do this. This uh, this feet, this picture, dude. You can't leave me do a picture. Can't leave me to my own devices for a whole weekend. But you're good though. You, you I know you like to do that mountain man shit. No, you like to walk through the woods with no shoes no. on. No, smell roses. I, I hung out in, in Phoenix, and I'm get, trying to get my house ready for sale, so that's all I did. Because you're moving to New York. Yeah. But I was Oh, so, boy. Dude, it was so overwhelmed, though, by mm. like trying to get my house. Because I've been there for almost 15 years, mm-hmm. and you find shit that you thought was thrown away, lost, broken, stolen. That you you happy about finding? I don't really. I, I just so much shit. I just got to get rid of everything that I have. Now, what is she making you get rid of? Nothing. Oh, she's not like that? Mm-mm. Oh, nigga. Lucky man, you. Yeah, the only thing that uh, I, I, we talked about it actually on the phone the other day is if I was going to bring out like my TV and stuff, but we're right. going to, I think we're just, I, I'm going to leave that with my kids and uh, we're going to go all new. Start from scratch. Yeah, we're going to go all new, brand new. Oh, shit. Our shit. Speaking of which, I just purchased uh, an 80 inch 4K television. Got my man shit. Uh, and you play? Are you playing that? What's that game that everybody? I had to buy a PS Pro, which is the PlayStation that is 4K compatible. So I got the 4K TV, I got the 4K console, and now I'm just waiting for 4K results. Well, what's that game that everybody's playing right now? Fort, Fortnite? No, Fortnite. Fortnite. I'm not on it yet. I'm 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 all ready to go to be a geek and um, what's the word? Be on, not online, not stream, but is it stream? Yeah, isn't it straight? Yeah. Anyway, to to make money, I'm only playing. I'm only play the game to try to make some coin, um, but I'm all set up to go. I just I have yet to do it though. I, I still don't understand it, but that's cool. Like I I love that people are into that shit. Yeah. I just I just never got there. My son, I wish I could be there, but my son is that dude. But I'm just not that dude. Got you. Um. So look, what's the meat and potatoes right now? Of what 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 we diving into? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you lead it off. I, do you want something funny? Yeah, we're gonna start off. You, I know you'd rather do funny. Uh, dude, dude, this is all. Some of this is from last week, but I, I read. Is this it the out. heavy shit? Is no, it? no, no. This is easy. Uh, Kelsey Grammer said that his fourth wife's name is tattooed to his crotch to prevent him from cheating. There you go with that weird white shit again. <laughs> white guys, you, I don't know what it is. You, you like pain. You like. Fucking with wild animals. You like dumb shit. So let me get the concept. He tattooed her name on his crotch. What's the crotch? Like, not his balls. No, I would imagine it'd have to be. Is it in her thigh? Yeah. So it prevents him from cheating. cheating. Like his wife's name there. So what? what the idea is when he get ready to pull it out, he sees her name and. No, no, no. So the. Yeah, I, I get. I don't know. You're supposed to be able to explain this to me. I can't explain shit like that. That's beyond me. This is something that, like, if, this is, you say it's white dudes, this is Hollywood shit. This is, you make a lot of money, and you have women, and you get married. He's been married, like, five times. Mm. And, and this is shit that they do, I guess. You, you, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's funny. I, like, I couldn't, what, what, what's the purpose? I, I, yeah, I, this, is, this is beyond me. I always wanted to get a squirrel tattooed on my inner thigh, reaching for my nuts. Uh, I can't explain that wild shit. I, I wouldn't want anything that painful being done. Have you, you had tattoos? The not that, it's not that painful to get a tattoo. I mean, it is painful, but it's it's a it's a bearable pain. But but again, I don't want nothing that painful going to it. First of all, no man should have anything inscribed on his upper thigh meat. Uh, you know, just just certain things that's off limits. But since we're on the topic of sweet and juicy, uh, the NFL, they say this oh, season yeah, yeah. they're going to yeah. start having male yeah. dancers. Well, like in college they have, they have male cheerleaders. cheerleaders. Yeah. Is I don't watch college sports, so I don't know how involved these dudes are. I think most of the times from what I've seen, their job is to assist the female 
Well, they're the bottom of the pyramid a lot of times. Right, and they, they do those. Just, they they, do they a, throw they the girls up. And, right, it's the it's the acrobat show. I have I have a friend that's a comic right now uh, right. out in L.A. Uh, his name is Chappelle Lacey. Shout out to Chappelle Lacey. Uh, and uh, he's last cool name guy. sounds gay. <laughs> Lacey. <there you> go. <laughs> He, uh, I was trying to give you a shout out, Chappelle, but this is what happens. Um, but he was, uh, he was a male cheerleader. He yeah. did that at, uh, I forgot what college he went to, but that's what he did. Yeah, but this is the pros. And, and, you know, I think, I think the more we get towards that professional level, here, here's what I know is going to be the beef. We, we keep trying. Okay. Let me steal from Chappelle. This is where the waters get deep. Uh, we keep trying to pussyfy everything. Yeah. You know, from the I remember I was listening to Burr's podcast and he had a beef with the football players wearing the pink uh sneakers cuz it was supposed to be uh breast cancer awareness sort of bring attention towards breast cancer. They had all the players wearing pink sneakers. Um which I could see that more of a noble cause to do. Yeah, I don't think that right, but 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 and and what's crazy is what we what you can't what you don't have along with this is they sh- the picture, which I saw from Twitter, where they had the you know talking about yeah they're gonna have male uh, dancers, but it was the picture. It was of course the dude with the tightest, shortest uh, thigh huggers, with one foot firmly planted on the ground and the other heel at the sky, legs split wide open, and he had that you know look. Where the lips were smacking, and it's just again this attempt to take what is supposed to be. And I know there are women out there that watch football and like it, and some even dive deep enough into knowing the players and the plays. That's great, but still, it's the infiltration of the clubhouse. It's 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 supposed to be. How do we weaken what has always been a male? macho boys thing and and the further and further we get along into this life things get sweet and and i and dudes you know i wonder what they're gonna have a problem with more niggas kneeling or this shit (laughs) between the niggas kneeling and this shit football might be in some serious shit the xfl might have a shot now well and you can't hit anybody the same way anymore who there's, said that? There's, there's some new rule, more rules this year. Oh, about. okay. So we got male dancers uh, and softer hits. Softer hits. <sighs> I think I might have done this before, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, oh, wait, before you, the, the shorts that you saw, was those like the 70s NBA shorts? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, these was... Uh, I didn't see the picture. I'm raging, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> it, these were those shorts. Um uh, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Lead right. singer queen. I, I okay. mean, you know, you short so tight that if you cough, your nuts fall out the bottom. Um, I might have done this before, but I'm going to do it again to take from my man Will Smith from I Am Legend. Um, I'm Dr. Robert Neville giving the announcement to whatever life is, is running around that's left. Listen, guys, I understand your pain. I, I can literally hear your groans. Because we are sweetening up what is supposed to be a knock-your-teeth-out macho thing. So I just want to let all the strip club going, rubbing one out in a McDonald's double cheeseburger wrapper, Asian porno jacking-off viewing, action movie Charles Bronson, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock watching, sitting on your couch watching all five ESPNs while scratching your nuts and smelling your fingers, Ignoring your bitch and not raising your kids because you're too busy playing Xbox and PlayStation. Hooters and Buffalo Wild Wings swallowing, knocking out a horse with one punch throwing, shitting in your own drawers and then throwing them same underwears on top of your girlfriend's breakfast cereal while she's consuming it and saying, watch these, bitch. Eating spaghetti with your bare hands and using nude magazine pictures as napkins. Real dudes. You're not alone. This is Dr. Robert Neville. I know there's not many of us left. But just know you're not alone. We still exist. And if we can find a way to band together to end this foolishness, our species will be better off for it. Dude, that's going to be like a zoo life creature. 
We're, 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 we're Neanderthals. We're, 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 we're dinosaurs. We're a dying breed. And you're not allowed to have. You're not even allowed to have an opinion this way. Listen, if you're a dude that when you eat, you don't get at least fifteen percent of your food on your shirt. You ain't a man. You're not a man. We gotta get fucking crumbs and spaghetti juice, and fucking. You gotta get food particles. I use my t-shirts as napkins, nigga. Come on, man. I'm a guy. What's going on? Fuck is going on? You don't wipe your face when you eat barbecue till you're done. Man, I use the bone as a napkin, nigga. <laughs> eat the meat off the rib and then use the bare bone to wipe my lips. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are you gonna do when football becomes? Well, I don't watch football, but if they f- start fucking with basketball and boxing like this, then we're gonna have a problem. Well, you know, a lot of this stuff came from basketball, not. Not the old school stuff came from basketball. Did it? Yeah, like the dancers and all that stuff. That that's well, no, but I mean, uh, Jerry Buss started that shit. Yeah, because that was part of the show. Yeah, because it was Showtime. It right. was L.A. It was the glitz. It was the glamour. You know, when you watch uh, that ESPN Thirty for Thirty special, um, Lakers Celtics, the best of enemies. You know, they even point that out, like, you know, because uh, what's interesting, and I've seen it a gazillion times, is like Ice Cube, because he's an L.A. dude, narrates the Laker portion, and Donnie Wahlberg, because he's a Boston guy, does the Celtics, and they pointed that out. It was like, you know, here at the Boston Garden, you know, we didn't do the dances. Yeah, and, right. And the dancing berries, and we were hard hat, lunch pail, blue collar, sweat in your fucking suit. Type Some, of dudes, man. Sometimes air conditioning. Yeah, man. Dude, uh, well, I heard a lot of it came from uh, the ABA first, and then right. Buzz took the stuff that right. he liked the best right. from that, because they, were, they, they needed to keep people Listen, in I, the Listen, I get, I get that it's supposed to be somewhat a show, you know? Um, but at the heart of it, the, at, the, at, the meat, at the meat of it, <laughs> uh, it's a guy's thing. It comes from Neanderthal behavior, Neanderthal thinking. So, are they? So, do you think they're doing this to attract more women to come I think, watch I, it? I think they're or? doing it because, at the bottom line, it's look. It's always been about money. You know, it's show business. I get it. But again, and I think we we alluded to this. At what point do you not realize that you are killing the game, the purity of the game, which is which. In exchange for more money, which, again, I think is an insult because you got to remember at the end of the day when it started, it was just about the game. And that was powerful enough in itself to generate the money. But because motherfuckers is greedy, we want more. We need more. So how do we get more? We got to appeal to the families. We got to make it G rated, get the kids involved, get more of the women. If we're being honest, I think this male dancer thing is to attract, you know, more to, you know, the boys, you know, just, just, and, and you know, I, I think, I, I think it's a discredit to what the game itself. I, I, I think the game itself has its own history and its own authenticity to get all that. I don't think you have to do it. I just think they're doing too much. If the game in terms of purity is doing what it's supposed to do, those people will come. I don't want people to come just because you want to see a sideshow. Come because you love the game. But aren't they adding it in addition to the show? Not, 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 no one's buying it. But is it no needed, though? Is it needed? Is it needed? No one's spending $150 for a ticket because they want to see the dancer, do they? Or the, or the but, but I think they think that that's part of it. Hey, you know, maybe we can get an extra $150 a ticket if we can appeal to a certain demographic just for that reason. Well, but flip it on the other, flip it the other way. Let's say you are, let's say uh, you're gay and uh, you're, you're a football fanatic. You watch the game right? and you spend what? $8,000 for season tickets, $10,000 for season tickets. I don't know what season. I don't have season tickets. I don't know right. what the fuck they cost, but you spend all that money and the game has always been set up for the, the straight dude, the regular dude. And now 
they're going to have a dancer out there. They're going to have one dude out there for you to go, yay. Uh, and you spent that money. You've been a fan. You did all that support. Well, why, right. should, why shouldn't you? Why, why, why shouldn't they have something for your interest? Listen, uh, but, but again, I, I, I mean, look, it's the bottom line is money. You know, it's, 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 it's show business. And, the, and the, the, the business is always bigger than the show, uh, even though the show is the business. And if you just and if look, <laughs> dude, I just, I, 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 you know, I, I know that I know that for the owners, it's you know, bigger, better, faster, more, 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 and and more means more. At the bottom line is money. They want to get as much money as they can, and I'm just going, how greedy can you get? How greedy do you need to be? But does. Does being inclusive make them greedy? Are they doing it for the money? Or are they doing it for to to be inclusive to no, everybody think, who's in the sport? No, I think they're just doing it for the money. If they, listen, if there was no money in it, why do it? I think that's their thinking. There's got to be a, there's got to be money in it. I can't disagree with that last statement. I'm just right. trying. I'm just trying to play the devil's advocate and look at the other side. You know, like the Super Bowl, they got to have the big show. Whether it's Beyonce or Janet Jackson or, you know, Paul McCartney, but the Super Bowl is a is a is an event. It's it's a holiday. It's 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 major. So I get pulling out all the stops for that. But let's not turn every Sunday into Super Bowl. It, when it doesn't okay. have to okay. be. Okay, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? It, it just for what? Why does it have to be a spectacle? Well, you don't really like for the, on the television part of the show. I don't even think you really see the cheerleaders or the dancers all that much. Uh, like you do them on a regular Sunday? Yeah. Do you? I mean, they show them. You know, I, I, ever really since the Dallas Cowboys in the 80s. Right. With the, 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 the cowgirls. Right. That's the only time that I remember them making such a big deal about the cheerleaders. I mean, they even made a movie about those chicks. So I don't know how important... This really is. I think it's to be inclusive. I think they did it to be inclusive to include all people because this is where yeah, we're but at. they want to include all people because all people mean more money. Well, yeah. Well, and, and and listen, I'm not saying they did it to be inclusive. I don't know why they did it. It and it doesn't make a difference because the dude. It doesn't mean that anybody watching to see the dude dance is gay. All I'm saying is, the money is in a gay household it makes more money than the average. Uh, Straight household. I, you know, I, I think that, you know, once upon a time ago, uh, when there was places where, you know, hey, this is the gentleman's club. You know, this is the, this is the place where the men go to drink their cognac and their brandy and smoke their cigars and no women around. Like, you know, and because everybody wants to be so PC and include everybody and not hurt anybody's feelings, those things have kind of come to an end. But I, I, I think once upon a time ago, and it's, it feels weird to say that because a lot of them clubs was no niggas too, you know. So from my standpoint, yeah, you want to break down those barriers. Um, but not all of that was from a racial standpoint. Some of it was legitimately about, hey, this is a guy's thing. Um, like the song, you know, like Cheers. Go where everybody knows your name. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's nice to get away from people and go, hey, bitch, leave me to get the fuck out of here. Well, we want to have something to our own. And I agree with that. And, but the funniest part about that is women don't want us to go. Women don't want us around other women, but they don't want us to be around all men either in our own place, which is really the funniest part about this whole situation. Right. Scene. They're like, where are you going to go? Well, there's a bunch of girls there. Why are you going there? Okay, well, I'm going to go to the, to the men's club. There shouldn't be a men's club. Why can't women go to the men's club? Right. Because you don't want us in a place where the women are. Right. Well, which one is it? Right. I, I, you know. <sighs> the deal was is that women felt that they couldn't get ahead in business because the deals were made in the men's clubs. The backroom deals, the deals that perpetuated big business and, and these uh, titans of industry all happened in, in a men's club. Right. And women couldn't get in, so they couldn't break the barrier. So they couldn't. they couldn't. Uh, lift themselves into that, right? But then I ask, where does Oprah come from? Then she had every, she's black, she's a woman, right? She had everything in what we just said that was made to keep someone out 
and she makes more money than most everyone. Okay, but she's like what one percent. But but what I'm just saying is, it can be done. Okay, well then do it on your own. No, do I, it on your no, own. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it can be done. Right. So what's the secret? What makes what makes someone like Oprah able to like go? This doesn't hold me back. I, I'm I'm saying I can't see it. I can't right. tell you how it could be done. Right. I don't know how she could go. This this isn't this isn't about me. Right. I'm I'm bigger than this. Right. How how how? Yeah, that's the secret sauce. Because if we all knew that. Yeah, we'd have Big Macs. <laughs> Secret sauce, nigga. But, the, but it, I mean, isn't it, isn't that, the, I, I, all these other conversations about why you can't make it, we spend all this time about why I, I need you not to have this club because you're preventing me from making it because you have this club. Right. You have to have this because you're preventing me from this. You, you can't do this because you're preventing me from this. But the question, how come no one asked the other question? How does she do it? Right. Why don't we spend time asking that question? Why don't we? We always spend time on why I can't get it. How come we don't ever spend time on how did they get it? Right. And I'm not saying Oprah's the only one. I'm just saying she's a. I'm just saying I, the reason I picked her is because she was a woman and she's black. So there's two things that she's that, right. That, 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 what hurdles that she had to overcome. Right. But but how? This is the question I would. This is this is the better question, not. I can't move up because you're keeping me from it. Well, I, I you know, I, I, I love the women who do it and ain't trying to be a part of the boys club. Right. You know, they, they, they get it. They got it just as good or even better. But they love being girly. Don't not name that more unsexy to me than a bitch trying to smoke a cigar. You know what? Think, think, come on, man. Miss me with that shit. It, it, it's not. It's not attractive. Some men find it very attractive. It's not attractive. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want a boss bitch. I, I don't want. I don't want a bitch, you know, walking around like she got on football shoulder pads. But you know, you said that, and then one of the female sportscasters that I remember from when I was younger was Hannah right. Storm. Yeah, and Hannah Storm was always feminine, right? But she knew her fucking sports, right? She knew her business, right? And I look forward to watching her. Like if right. she was on, I was excited about it. Yeah, and uh, not because she was a woman, because she was a good broadcaster. Well, I for me, it was the legs. That didn't hurt. I'm just yeah. saying it was above that. Right. That was a bonus. Nah, not for me. It was, uh, it was a bonus. The legs and the heels. But, but spectacular. But where is that? I mean, there are some women. I'm not knocking women sportscasters. There's some women who do a good job. Leslie right. Visser does a good job. Who, 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 other than uh, Hannah Storm, and I know Michelle Tafoya. Do you know any others? Leslie Visser. Who, which one is that? She's on uh, ESPN. I'm, I'm not familiar with her. What's the you know the black chick's name with the curly hair? Uh, there's Carrie Champion. Carrie Champion. Now, so let's uh, and who else? I'm still Michelle Steele. Is it Michelle's, Michelle? Michelle Steele. Is it, is it Steele? Is, is, I thought it's Steele, but I don't know if it's Michelle. Is it Michelle Steele? Steele, Steele is the last name. Then it might be Michelle Steele. Okay. I think I'm, I'm almost confusing her with Michael Steele, but the, the black Republican dude. The reason I, I didn't bring them uh, either one of them up is that they do more common. They're not really sportscasters. I shouldn't say that. They are, but they do more of the, the round table up until recently. Right. They did more of the round table so, stuff where they were mediators. Michelle Tafoya, Hannah Storm, uh, Carrie Champion. He is special. Uh, and Michelle Steele all in a room. Who are you banging? Honestly? Yeah. That's you going to say Carrie Champion? Yeah. Yeah, she looks the most. Her, 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 her jaw seems the most non squarish. Michelle is, is pretty feminine too. No, you know, no. It's because when she does. <laughs> See, this is why we can't be uh, left alone to our own devices because this is what guys will but do. But we should be able to have the option to be. When she oils up, when she puts that lotion on her legs, Carrie she, Champion. Mm. Oh, but don't. Not, oh, wait, 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 wait. Carrie Champ, the black chick. Yeah. You know what? I, I, okay, I'm thinking you're talking about. Uh, I can't even remember. I don't even. I, I thought he was talking about this this white broad uh, who's real cute in the face who does the sports, but no, Carrie Champion. No, you talking about the? Are you talking about the basketball one? Yes, she's. I forgot her name, but she she's the Jewish one. Oh, <laughs> she's my people's dog. <laughs> she's cute. Oh, Carrie Champion's but, hot. But though. Yes, black oiled up legs, bitchly like long shoes, like patent leather shoes. Oh, but and see, this is why I'm going. You don't think. 
I hope we have all the names you right. You don't it's think really that fun. right. You don't think that when Marv Albert or Bill Walton or some of these athletes behind closed doors, they see what we see watching that shit on TV. You don't think they talk about that? Yeah, they probably do, but this is what women hate. But on the other side, women, this is what we talk about. And just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean that we're the ones that are wrong. You know why I love Carrie Champion's long, black, oiled-up legs? <laughs> they look like fried sausage links <laughs> that have just been pulled out of the grease. Yes, Bill! They're fantastic! What I would love to do with those two brown, long, shiny sausages with my two front robo teeth. <laughs> Jesus, I would love to be a fly in the locker room <laughs> when them niggas talk about that. You know, I work with Curry Jeremy another day. <laughs> and you know, because I got my eye problem. I saw four legs. Shit was beautiful. I know one of them bitches want to fuck my tombo. Oh, goodness. I I don't know if this went the right direction. I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but real quick, I wanted to mention it uh, back when we were talking about Boston Lakers. You see that Boston hired their first ever black police chief. Yep. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Racist city like Boston. Boston, okay, but here's the thing. Boston is the most liberal but racist city. Right. You know, they're, they're progressive. I would love to hear some of them old Boston... Dudes and like Southie in the bars. You know they got to be disgusted. Hey, you know they got a nigga in charge over there. They got niggas in charge. You know he's gonna be in his car having a big fucking party. Um, I was listening to Marin and he was talking about Boston itself, about how it's set up. That like all the schools are on one side of Boston, right? Like MIT, Harvard, all that is on one side. Have it, and then Southie yeah. is on the other side, and in that middle. When it connects, that's where the, that's where you really feel the impact of, yeah, the liberal and the racist sides just, you know, right. fucking coming together. I can't fucking believe this. We got niggas in charge. <laughs> it's a fucking nigger in charge. Uh, did you have you ever seen the mayor? Do you know the mayor? I forgot. What's his mayor of Boston? Oh, I wouldn't know shit about Boston Dude, other he, than the soup. He looks like a fraternity. Like he 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 put a nice statement out about how. Uh, What's the what's what's the, the dude's name that is now the the police chief? The black guy. Yeah, what's his name? He's not the black guy. No, <laughs> he's the black guy, but not the black guy. But I know what you say. I don't know his name officially. Can you believe they got a nigga in charge? Uh, what the fuck is this city coming to? What's his name? What's Niggas his name? in charge. Uh, Gross, William G. Gross. I think it's fucking Gross that they got a nigga in charge. And I think the the mayor's Walsh or something like that. But he the looks, fuck was Walsh thinking? He looks just like a fraternity Boston dude. White, like, like the whitest He's of probably white Probably gonna dudes. put fucking rims on his police cat. <laughs> fucking rap music. Dude, how sweet would that be if he got rims though? Oh, they they, he, they, they, they would hate. The Bostonians would be up in arms. No, you know what? He has to. The thing that's like, and they kind of talked about it a little bit in one of the articles that I read, where you know he. It's that same Obama thing where you can't fuck up. Because if you, you, if you fuck it up, you fuck it up for generations. Fucking, can you believe it? A black cop. We got a black fucking cop in charge. I've been doing that for the last two days. It's in, and it's strictly for my own amusement. I just love it. Because uh, I can just see that red fucking pickled red face. Got him white hair, boss. <laughs> you fucking charge. You got niggas in charge. <laughs> How about you can't it? even fucking be a white guy anymore. You walk down the fucking street, you throw a piece of paper on the ground, a fucking nigger in charge is going to come at you. Now what? Like black cops are going to start beating white guys? Well, you know what? That would never happen. <laughs> Them niggas would be too afraid. You know the deal. Um, our boy Trump, man, caught a lot of flack this week. Ah, Fuck with LeBron. Dude, that is... The, I mean... Do you really want to have a popularity contest? Is, he re- is that well, what he wants listen, to do? Is he, that what he's, he's, he's so narcissistic that there is no contest. In his mind, he's won. Uh, you know, and I got to say, and, and y- y'all know at this point my affinity for the great MJ number 23 in black and red. Uh, and, and to be honest, look, first off, hats off to LeBron. This motherfucker opened a school. Um, 
and with all the stereotypes that exist about black athletes and you know woman beaters and supposedly drug users and I think that means athletes. I know, you I know, know niggas, we I, gotta, I know, we, I know. We, we, but we supposedly have a special place in that department. Um, the fact that this dude has never been in scandal, much like Michael. Jo- well, Michael had the gambling thing, but that was really bullshit. But never been in scandal, not known for cheating or doing, you know, extracurricular activity and upstanding citizen and role model and blah 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 blah. For LeBron to be the face of the NBA and hold it down. Uh, with such dignity, the way MJ did and Bird and Magic did, um, and he wasn't the first. He could have fucked up if he wanted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and and now he's open to school and like this man is even people who hate on LeBron was like, "Yo, man, hats off." It's a real deal. This, this, is, this is a hat tipper, and 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 I gotta say, this almost makes Michael Jordan look a little bad because you know the, a lot of people in the black community are like, "Fuck Mike," because what did he ever do? That's more, what did the nigga do for us? But no, no, just, just, just like you know, the rumor has always been Michael Jordan never really liked black people, and you know, uh, other than us buying his sneakers, he could give a fuck. Um, but what LeBron does off the court ain't got shit to do with what he does on the court. So from an on court, from an on court standpoint, and I know for y'all, it sounds like I'm being petty. Michael Jordan is still the man, um, but off the court. Uh, this makes Mike look bad. Now you know what? Uh, have you seen Stephen A. Smith's take on on, no. on Jordan? No. It, it, and incidentally, before you say that, you know Jordan released a quick statement where he just basically said, "Hey, I think what LeBron James is doing for his community is amazing," and 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 I think uh, Shannon Sharp said Mike wants to swim, but he doesn't want to get wet. So you know he just put that out there as a means to go look, you know. Here's my thoughts, but I'm not diving deep into this. You know, I think uh, we're – and I agree with, with some of the stuff Stephen was uh, – and I really like Stephen A. Smith, by the way. I don't even know I have to throw the A in, but mm-hmm. it sounds good. Uh, his take was on, on all the things that Jordan has done, like in corporate America, and made changes that way. Right. And made changes in business and the people that he's brought into the all business. All of that shit counts. It does count, but a lot of people don't see – that part. Let's be specific. A lot of black people. Because I'm not even going to... I don't know who sees it. To be honest, I'm looking at it from my perspective. I can't look at it from a black person's perspective. Right. So what I'm saying is uh, when you, when you want to bring people up, it's great to send people to school. And I'm not knocking... I think that's unbelievable. But on the Jordan side, you've got to have jobs for people after they get through school. Right. Jordan's creating work. Jordan's making space. In what sense? Well, because he broke a lot of color barriers in business. So, so right. did Magic Johnson. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate no, and going, I'm, some black people might not understand that. You know, it's, it's, it's like, look, with his success, with his stature, with everything he's done, that, kick, that kicks the door open. Right. And makes it easier for the, the next, next person. So... Where, where, where somebody like LeBron can... Black people, want, black people want you to go, hey, nigga, come to my house and put money in my hand. We want Michael Jordan to... Uh, who it is? It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> hey, nigga, give me $2,000. N- niggas want that. And, and Mike's not doing that. Um, and of course, that's an exaggeration, but you get the gist. Yeah. You know, Le- LeBron, yeah, he opened the school, free lunches and, and breakfast and... Guaranteed college? Guaranteed college and education. Awesome. And I think for some people that feels more direct. That feels more... Whereas Michael, you know, this nigga's eating baguettes in 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 a place in Paris going, I got you niggas too, but I'm doing it from Paris and eating baguettes. Well, one person, LeBron, is connecting the grassroots from, uh, from from the street standpoint of getting kids up. But... Michael Jordan had to do it, open up doors, but he's doing it from a different space where if you take the opportunity now that LeBron has, is creating, right. now there's a place for you to go get a job. There wouldn't be a LeBron James in terms of marketing Madison Avenue and everything else had it not been for Jordan. And, and if we're being truly honest, 
Michael wouldn't have been without Magic and Larry because they saved the NBA. It's true. And, and put it on a platform where visually people went, hey, man, fantastic. So they kicked the door open for MJ, and MJ really SWAT team opened the motherfucker for LeBron and everybody else. You want to get real real about it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jordan did something that no one I never heard anybody say before. What? I'm going to say it right now. Fucking be the end of me. Uh, Michael Jordan, what Michael Jordan really, really did, not for just corporate America, for business, for race relationship, is that Jordan had his picture hung in every kid's room, every boy. They hung Michael Jordan? (laughs) Every. Every kid, every kid growing up wanted a Michael Jordan, be like Mike, hey, hey, be hey. like Mike, that yeah. whole thing. And we're not talking about the Hollywood black man that people liked. We're talking about Michael Jordan, who's black, not light black. That nigga's Zimbabwe. He's black. Right. That came into white America's home. Front page. Every kid wanted to be that kid. Now, if we being real, real. A little bit of that has to go to Dr. J. Yeah. Right. But 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 again, Michael took it the to the mega level. marketing yeah. stratosphere. Um and, and I and I don't know why some black people slight that. Like, do you understand how important that is? Not necessarily the thing about, you know, it's not about we need or white acceptance, but just being able to fight and destroy and break down that ridiculous hypocritical barrier that somehow we're not worthy you know i th- i think it was past white acceptance it was like i'm home i'm here i'm in your home right like it or not right it wasn't about being accepted it's accept this this is right. who i am and i'm I like here. accept this right so it, it, it wasn't it wasn't by white america's uh longing to have this man come right. into their house he Came in the house. Yeah. And he took, at the time, about $120 per pair of shoes that you put on your kids because right. your kid had to have them. Right. And he built that business. And as we're saying right now, he changed the way corporate America worked, the way that they uh, use black people in advertising. Who, would, who, who was black that was used the way that Michael Jordan was ever used in advertising? Right. Before or since? Right. And if he hadn't done that, if he hadn't taken it to a global level, again... Eventually, someone would have done it, but to just bypass MJ and go, hey, it's all LeBron would be a lie. You know, MJ set the template for that. I just would like to remind you, though, that uh, there was a Jew in Jew, motherfucker, you got to take your cake. You got to take your cake. (laughs) You got to get in on your take. That was running the NBA at the time. Right. That was a partner in this. Well, I mean, I just, I just have to throw that because, uh, because I, I think Jews and blacks get bad raps together sometimes because of some of the shitty things Jews have done. Well, I think Jews and blacks get bad raps because a lot of times Jews don't want to, you know, acknowledge the blacks. No, they want to acknowledge them. They just want to make money off the shit black people do. Yeah. I, you know, like Paul Mooney said, you know, uh, white men don't have to jump. They own the team. They write, look, they write those checks. Look at my little niggas. Jump, niggas, jump. That's what that is, you know? But David Stern did a, a good job for the NBA, and he couldn't have done that job that he did in the NBA. It was a, per, it was a good storm. It was with, right. without Michael Jordan. Right. Without, though, and, and that being said, as you just said before, without uh, Magic and without well, Larry. Well, you, know, you know, it's like uh, when, when Trump sent out the tweet and said, you know, about Don Lemon – actually making LeBron look smart. Uh, and then he ended it with, I like Mike. Like, you, f- you fucking... Did you see the articles from Mike? Uh, the, Mike, Mike? Mike pushed back on that. He oh, did. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's when he sent out that statement yeah. going, hey, 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 I, you know, LeBron, uh, applaud LeBron. <laughs> What's he doing? He, he applauded LeBron. Hey, hats off, man. What you doing with your community? Mike, Mike didn't want to get anywhere near that stake called Trump. No. Um... You know, you know. Look, we 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 obviously could have a list of the one thousand and whatever things Trump does. This just rec- like, dude, you are the president, and you sound like a schoolgirl. You 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 mad at LeBron ultimately because he just went. I'm not coming to the White House. 
because I don't like what you stand for. And everybody, of course, that doesn't agree with Trump or doesn't roll in his favor, you stupid, bad. You're like, get the f- man, get what a fucking baby this nigga is. But see, that, that's why I, when you asked me on one of the podcasts, is he a racist? And I said, you know, I, yeah, you know, he, he is. I don't think he's a racist as in like he has a fucking hood and a fucking robe in his closet, but I think he is, he is racist. But he's also this megalomaniac that is just beyond. It's, it's, it's even beyond race. It's beyond like any kind of form of intelligence that I don't understand how you could rise to this position in this world and be that man. You don't? No, I really don't know how you can do it. How does someone not take you out of this box way before? Ladies and gentlemen, ask your question again. You don't understand what? How you can rise to this level. And be the president? Yeah. No, be, be, be on, yeah. Be the guy on that television show. You're fired. Be the guy who, whatever he did, how did he always, there has to be something to this that he became a billionaire when he ah, ladies and gentlemen, it's Morgan Freeman. Is it about the money? And I want to welcome you to chapter one of White Privilege. <laughs> I'm trying to answer Andrew's question. He didn't understand. Ah, oh, White Privilege. Join us next week when we discuss chapters two through 475, all entitled White Privilege. But no one liked him. The other billionaires didn't like him. How does he continue to rise? How did, he, how did this happen? He's got minions and idiots all over the country that wanted to make America great again. Wink, wink. Yeah, but that's, that's beyond that. I know. You know, if, 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 if we could find someone to run against him on the other side, maybe that could be different. Yeah, I'm, I want to... I want to quickly change direction. Yeah, because you don't want to get me started on this. I know, again. and I and I know how passionate you get about this. Because I, I because I, I I'm, I'm I'm an American. Like I would like a great America. All the days of a white picket fence and pure white bread. I didn't say again. White child's picture on. The I bag. didn't say again. I said I would like a great I, America. I know. I, I know. And it, it should be because this is an, this still and, and people need to remember this. This America is still an experiment. It's two hundred and forty years old. It, it's an experiment. I mean, it's it's it. There's 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 some uh, there's some data uh, coming at, in at, at, at 240 years old. I don't know that it's an experiment. I think it's a finished product. No, at this point, no, because it's a living, breathing. Yeah, but we know what it is already. We no, know what America is, it, it, and it's not changing. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Oh yeah, it is. This apple pie is done. Oh, I don't think it's about apple pie anymore. Uh, yeah, you, but come on, man. Nah, <sighs> nah. I, 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 have, I still have faith. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. That's, I think that's very noble and beautiful. Uh, you'll probably die with that faith. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll die before what I would like to become realized is realized. But, uh, I, I hear you. Um, CNN's History of Comedy. They're doing their second one yeah. now. I've been watching them intermittently. I haven't watched them all. Right. Cause, uh, what was the last one you saw? I saw episode two of the second series, which I forgot what the name of it is. Gone oh, too soon? No, no, no. I saw uh, I saw some of Gone Too Soon, right? But I saw a sketch and uh, improv. That was the second yeah, one. Yeah, that one, that one, that one had me bitter, dude. Again, and I know I get this rap for being bitter and angry, but to some degree, it's justified. You know, I, I, I just, I've, I've always felt like m- myself personally. And maybe, and I know some of the other cast members may not feel that way, obviously. You guys should. But, like, you know, fucking Dangerfield, you know, no respect. You know, how do you have a show about sketch comedy (laughs) and we were a... Less than a blip. I mean, we were a at-chew, sneezable... Blink of an eye mention. It showed uh, what's what's his name? What's the, the Mad Magazine? The, the, yeah, uh, Alfred, e. Alfred Newman. E. Newman. It, it showed his picture. It showed his picture, and had a Phil Lamar voiceover. But it didn't even. You know, you would thought I would have thought because of the situation of, of how things have grown and come off of that show. They didn't even have a Keel and Pe- Keel and Peel part. 
No, they that. did. They, 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 they did sh- later, but they didn't attach it to. But I knew. But even 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 when they showed the promos for that episode, they they showed Key and Peele. But they didn't show them connected with Mad TV. Right. They showed them on its own. Yeah. And, and it's just again, imagine this. You've put your heart, your blood, your soul, your dreams, your tears, your pain into something, and to not get the respect or the acknowledgement that you know you deserve. And I know that it sounds vain to say this because, you know, you're supposed to be humble and, and humility is a beautiful thing, but fuck that. You, 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 and I'm not sitting here saying I'm on some Trump shit, narcissism, praise me, praise me, praise me, but you put this as your dream. You cry over this. You felt pain over this. You've drank over this. You've contemplated suicide over this. You've 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 overeaten because of this. You've I could go on it and to to just mm, just be overlooked. It's wrong, man. And and there's a reason for the bitterness. Like like I, I and I said to myself when I when I got ready to watch it, I go, I bet you they don't even. And sure enough, and, and I'm going historically comedically historically saturday night live has been around for 45 years you remove that sketch show from the equation there has not been one other sketch show in the history of sketch television that has had that kind of longevity other than mad tv 14 years and albeit like any show that runs a long time there's a moment of greatness and there's a moment where it turns to shit, where the Titanic starts to sink. So we definitely had that. SNL has had that. They've had, but for, to be around for 45 years, you have waves right. where you're great and then, but you know, Ben Stiller's sketch show and Living Color, Jamie Kennedy, SCTV, Jamie Kennedy, none of them had the life that Mad TV had. And to not mention or interview like they 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 interviewed uh wanted to do i can't think of his name but one of the dudes that was on ben stiller shit they interviewed people from sctv keenan ivory wayans represented uh in living color they had other black comedians talk about in living color you don't reach out and get a phil lamar interview a, a, a Mo Collins interview. And again, take me out the fucking equation. I'm mentioning these people because these people were amazing on the show. Even even Pablo Francisco, they could have. I know he was I, only on one year. Yeah, but if you want. No, no, no. He was on an episode or okay. two, not even a year. But you which why I couldn't give you that. But, but fucking give me that. Yeah, they could have eliminated every one of you guys and just had him on, on his own. And they didn't even do that. Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Will Sasso. Deborah Wilson, not a fucking interview, not a comic talking about it, not a clip, nothing. I put it in the notes to ask you about it, but then I wasn't going to ask you unless you went into it. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, I would be lying and I wouldn't be a human being of flesh and blood if I sit here and said it didn't bother me. It bothers me. Oh, it yeah. fucking bothers me. I think rightfully so, because out of every out of every show that was on there, you were definitely it wasn't underrepresented it just wasn't represented at all and underrepresented would be better than at all I just you know oh goodness gracious well you you know what's really funny is you were represented just as well as the second coming of mad tv the first series was right is is represented just as well as the second <laughs> And I have some guys that are, I'm friends with that are on that show, and I'm not trying to say it to be mean to them, but that show didn't do anything. You're talking about The Second Coming? Yeah. Yeah, it came and went. Yeah. Adam Ray. Yeah. That's my dude. We've done his podcast. We're going to do it again. And, and the crazy thing is, not again, not to be vain, I knew when, when Salzman, you know, the, one of the producers and made, made, main head honcho, when he, when he said, hey, he called me, Nicole, he called us all back to come do cameos. I said, this ain't going to make it. 
I knew it because I was just, and again, I'm not trying to be vain or arrogant. I just went, we had a special gumbo. Me, Mo, all that crew from, from, from season three to about six, we had a special fucking gumbo. The moment I saw that cast, I could smell it. Mm-mm. First of all, y'all not coming on on Saturdays. Y'all coming on on a weeknight, which means y'all not going to get the freedom and the leverage to push the envelope the way we push the envelope. Two, your timing. More sensitive now. Everything's just more sensitive. And everybody that, anybody that ever watched Mad TV knew we were straight cocaine. We were yayo, nigga. Straight up. And at the time that you guys were doing this, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. I don't know exactly if it's at the same time, but I'm pretty sure that they ran parallel at this time. That was the same time that uh, Anthony Michael Hall and uh, who's Iron Man? Uh, Robert Downey were on SNL, and I remember them. I remember turning off SNL and and didn't watch it for years after that. They did a they did a, a joke where they were they were doing uh, fart noises. By putting uh, right. with their armpits, and they did a a whole segment, and I thought that's 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 what made it to, that's what made it to the, to the show, and and I didn't watch it for years after that. Right. Yeah, I just. Uh, and I'm not I'm not not dissing SNL. I mean that was just the, everybody right. like you said it comes in waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but 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 uh, moving past that. Uh, the episode gone too soon, right? You yeah, saw that, I right? saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm glad they gave my man Patrice the love he deserved. Um, that was a little hard. That's depressing to watch. Those going, the, the gone too soon. Yeah, yeah. Because they because they did an, the, another one when they did the first wave of the history of comedy, but it was about comics and mental illness and drugs and depression and shit. Um, I've never seen that. Oh, you didn't see it? that was the first. No, no, one. no I never seen. I never seen that in comedy. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Um, as, as, you know, it's wild. Again, this is this is why you go. Obviously, you know, life's unfair, and there is no God. Patrice is gone, but Trump's alive, and this nigga's what? Is he seventy? Any seventy? Seventy-four. Right. Some motherfucker on a jet eating McDonald's and KFC, but Patrice is gone. It's a cold world, baby. Patrice didn't play golf. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it would have saved him. Huh? He, she needed exercise. <laughs> to think that this, the, all this money that Trump's spending playing golf is probably what's keeping him alive even longer. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, you should. We should watch those histories of comedy, I, man. I'm, 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 I'm trying to catch up on it. You know what? I just, I don't watch that much TV, and I really don't watch that much comedy based. Things, yeah, but that's but this is your but yeah, homework, yeah. Though. This is this is good though. I can watch this because it's just moments. I can't watch anybody's specials. I can't listen. Really? To, yeah, I can't do it. I can watch live, but I can't. I, you can't I, watch a, a, a stand-up special. I'm always afraid I'm going to hear something that's close or similar or or, or like better. Well, I can say on behalf of both of us, watch Chappelle and. Patrice. Yeah, I watch. You'll, I watch. I watch. I, I, I no, close. no. I watch Chappelle. Right, Chappelle. That's. But again, this is a different. That's a different type of comedy, dude. On my drive, my hour drive in yesterday to work, I was listening to XM, and I'm not gonna say the comic's name because if I do, that's what makes me an asshole because I'm being specific. But I heard this dude, and it was just. And I think I may have said this before. This comedy game is almost like Studio 54 back in the day when Studio 54, and I'm saying this never, you know, when, like, I lived it. But I've seen enough specials and shit on Studio 54, and you can apply this even to today's rules. I'm just using Studio 54 because it's the most famous and recognizable name for what it was. But everybody wants to get beyond the velvet rope. Everybody wants to sit in the VIP. This is... Entertainment and stand-up, it's like the hottest nightclub ever, and everybody wants in. But everybody don't deserve to get in. There's only really a handful of guys who you go, that's a fucking comic. That motherfucker right there. And not to, not to diminish all the other comics. You know, listen, the job one is to make people laugh. You get a chuckle. I don't give a fuck on a scale of 1 to 10. It's a 10 where motherfuckers is about to die. Or it's a one like, uh-huh. if you get a, uh-huh, 
you've done your job. You're a comic. You, you, might, you might be the, the punt kicker or the field goal kicker, but you're in the league. Um, and I was listening to this dude tell a joke, and he had this swarmy kind of, I'm so intelligent, I thought of this punchline. And I just went, nigga, word. <laughs> and your whole set is like that. Your, his whole set is a bunch of those. And I'm just going from a writing standpoint, from a thinking standpoint, from a complexity standpoint. When you look at Patrice and he did that joke, ain't that better? Ain't that better? Talking about how women come up and fuck yeah. up a guy's moment. Yeah. To the Mike Tyson rape joke. Bitch, nobody hear you screams. You can't even make a rapey face eating pussy. Two, you are raping my time. Two, you know, fuck a bitch. Two guys could sit around, have a conversation, and women before women come and fuck up the fun. This is what two dudes could say to each other. Hey, would you fuck a bitch if she didn't have a nose? Now, when you look at those are just some of the bits. That kind of writing, that kind of thinking, that level of comedy, his execution that's fucking, that's the creme de la creme. Nigga, that is the fucking, ugh, to this swarmy ass nigga with this, with this bullshit. Like, that's what you thought? You, you thought that was it? Oh, God. I remember, I remember Tony Rock told a story, or I think you know, Chris Rock told a story, where he was like how he first got into comedy, and he said he went and saw somebody at Radio City Music Hall, and I guess his brother turned to him and go, man, you're as funny as that guy. You're that funny. Too many comics in this game is that guy. Yeah. There's only a handful of motherfuckers that you go, yo, pound for pound, it's the truth. But no one wants to strive for that. They just want... The, Every, I think everybody wants to strive for it. Everybody ain't got the talent to do it. Everybody wants to dunk. Everybody can't. Who don't want to dunk? Who don't want to do the 360 dunk, the tomahawk dunk? The... John Stockton. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, everybody wants to be that dude. Dude, but, it, it, but here's the thing. Okay, and I like the, the dunk analogy. Can you say the words for me since I can't speak? Analogy. Thank you. I love it. That this white yeah. man needs to be corrected by all the time, I, all the time, dramatically. I, I don't know why I can't in, speak. In, I'm in old during articulation. I'm old. I think I might be. No, I'm losing. old too, nigga. You just. I'm ten years on you. Uh, just, just relax. All right, fuck it. I'll give you that. Uh, everybody, like you said, everybody wants to dunk. Not everybody can dunk. But not all people dunk great. Some people dunk. But not everybody looks like Spud Webb dunking. And what I mean by that is, it was fucking impressive because of his size, right? And you saw the distance from his feet to the ground, right? That looked spectacular right and that's what comedy is to me when you take something that everyone else has available to them and you take it to that next level and everything you are above the ground you are like there's people that are just naturally funny and they go and do comedy and they're killing it they're making money there's but that ain't that ain't the jazz that we talk about that ain't and they could they could they have all the skills right they have all the talent to do it but they're satisfied. You know, I used to say uh, my, my favorite special, hands down, Dave Chappelle's greatest special ever was Killing Him Softly. That's the one in, D- in, D- in D.C., D.C. his yeah. first yeah. one. Um, that was his Mona Lisa. But, dude, as I'm continuing to watch it again and again, equanimity, Yeah, I think that might eclipse it. You know, it's poetry. The way he closes that bit about the Emmett Till story. And he uh, said, that lying ass bitch. Uh, And it was her lie that set into motion the civil rights movement. So as horrible and as heinous as the Emmett Till thing was, the greatest good came out of it. And he goes, and that's how I feel about this president. Donald Trump is the lie that will save us all. Good night. And I kicked her in the pussy. <laughs> now, motherfucker, holla, that's fucking... Because it's everything. It's, it's everything. everything. It, had, it, had, it had every 
element of comedy it's, in it. it do, do, I'm telling you, like if if comedy was physical movement and athleticism, he's got Michael Jordan grace, you know. Uh, Patrice had Mike Tyson rage, you know. So when a guy comes in, you know, with some. Yeah, you're a comic. You're in the league, nigga. But you fucking, nigga, you work in the broom closet, nigga. You clean up after the, ju- the Justice League. You know, you, you iron they, they, they tights. It's just, oh, goodness. You know in the Super Bowl, everybody who works for the team. Gets whether, a ring. Gets a ring. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Even, even, the, even the guy who uh, cleans yeah. up, he gets a ring. Yeah. So, you're in the league. You're in the league. That's it. <laughs> Um, I know we want to be done. I know we, I know you want to be done, but uh, I had something that I wanted to. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, here it is. It's it's my. I'm going to make it a short, sweet Trump thing. Uh-oh. One, one short. Uh, I, I, I uh, Tariq, what's his name from Sanid, uh, right? Yeah, just tweeted out about yesterday yeah, about uh, about the uh, about the uh, the the uh, white supremacist march that's going to go on in D.C. Yeah, and. Uh, I said, this is the perfect opportunity. I said it I, 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 right on his feed. I would just say, for Donald Trump to, dis, to just come out and disavow, said it's not what America's about. And I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for Donald, the real Donald Trump's response, to separate himself <laughs> and let, it, let everybody know that that's not the America that he believes in, that he believes in America for all of its people. And he yeah. wants it to be great for all of its people. So right. I'm waiting here. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the response. Yeah, that sounded like something Dr. King would have said, which you did, the way you just coined that. Well, I want America to be great for everybody <laughs> and all its people to stand for the humility and the dignity of unity. That ain't Trump. No, I don't, I don't need him to do that. Just say that it's a melting pot. Let it smelt. Don't fucking do this, man. The greatest thing about a melting pot is when it overloads is the white foam on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so is this where we let people know what we're going to be next week? Yeah. Or well, is it Rancho Cordova, right? We're going to be in Rancho Cordova this <gasps> weekend. But then the following weekend, we're in... Uh, Oxnard. Oxnard. Levity. Okay. Levity in All Oxnard. Right. That's a pretty hit place. So I got to stomach this one to get to the next one. Man, it's going to be fine. No, it's not. And then you're fucking leaving on Sunday. You're leaving Dude, me Dude, one drive. day. One day. Oh, it's God's day. The fucking last day. It's God's day. All right. As always, uh, Aries Spears, Pandora. YouTube, Aries Spears. Hit subscribe. Twitter, Aries Spears. Instagram, Aries Spears. Official. Official. Uh, AriesSpears.com. There it is. All right, I'm going to be really real with everybody this week. I drove from Phoenix, Arizona to Aries House, which is almost seven hours away if you count the two traffic accidents that were in, that were in front of me. And I got to go drive six to seven hours back home. We don't get paid for doing this podcast. Yeah. All, all I'm asking is that you buy a fucking T-shirt. AndyComedy.com. I bet you somebody buys a fucking t-shirt. AndyComedy.com. And uh, you go on the merch page and you can find my t-shirts. Plus, I'm going to be adding a new t-shirt called Chuckle the Fuck Up to the page. Buy a fucking t-shirt. All my social media is in the top corner of my AndyComedy.com. Guys, Aries. You know Boston's got a nigga in chat over there? Get him in charge. We out. <laughs> <laughs>